Patio Daddio Barbecue in Boise, Idaho, and I've got it locked on the 50,000 gigawatt blowtorch of the internet that is Barbecue Central. Start the game! Let's go! We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike your match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. To the really big barbecue central show, a show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling, originating from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard on your Tuesday. If you want to jump in on the show tonight, more than happy to have you. A phone call or email will get you in here so you can get off on the hot barbecue and grilling take that you have. And here's how you do that. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, said BBQ Central Show. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening. Coming up in about 12 minutes from now, it's the second Tuesday of a brand new month. And of course, that means a visit from the guy that has created the most heavily trafficked barbecue and grilling website. So much so that it earned him a return trip to the 2020 Barbecue Hall of Fame semifinal names list. And a guy who has been appearing on this show for a decade, perhaps even more. I think even more now that I recollect quickly in my head, perhaps his first year of appearance on any form of this show. Because remember, all the way back in the beginning, this was a podcast in its very essence, a pre recorded long-form interview that was then edited down and released once per week. And I think Meathead made his debut appearance in what would have been the 2007 Barbecue Ribs Roundtable. Maybe it was even a little earlier than that. So been around the show as long, pretty much as long as it has been going in whatever form it's been going in. Meathead from AmazingRibs.com will join us. Father's Day coming up here shortly. We also have some Hall of Fame stuff to talk about. We also have a number of other items to talk about, answering your questions as well. So feel free to email in and call in. These are things that I can do. It's a real live show, like a real radio show, where you could call in and ask an expert question or ask an expert guest questions if you want. Have them answered right here on the show. And then it's also being recorded. So It will be able to be listened to tomorrow and Friday and 10 years from now, on and on, through perpetuity, as we said last week. So that's the first hour as usual. Then we'll move into the second hour. 
a guy who it has been perhaps a three-year span since last he has graced the internet airwaves, the guy who was widely credited with being the barbecue TV master, exposing millions upon millions, perhaps a generation of folks, sparking their interest in barbecue, grilling, competition barbecue, and all things in between. An Emmy Award-winning TV producer, writer, the list goes on and on, and friend of this show, John Marcus reappearing in the second hour to lead up. Very much looking forward to catching up with John on this show. And then 35 past the hour, or as we call it, the bullpen segment, longtime sponsor of the show, host of the Butcher Barbecue podcast, creator of the Butcher Barbecue products line and the Wild Seasonings product line. Dave Bosk will be joining me because guess what, folks? In case you missed it, Dave Bosk coming out with a brand new product that we'll be talking about. We'll also chat up a little bit on how the first 31 episodes of the podcast have been going. And Dave promises to sound absolutely magnificent tonight because as a host of a podcast, there's really no excuse for having bad audio when you come on this show, if you have your... Now, certainly there's perhaps more than a few exceptions to the rule that if I had a, a podcast host on, that their audio would be substantially lacking. But I know Dave's audio is great on his show. That will translate here on the show. I think the last time he was on, he had the equipment on and he sounded great. So uh, at very least, barring content, Fidelity will be top shelf and sometimes that's all you can ask for. But Dave always brings the content strong. So I am absolutely thrilled to have him back on to talk about a new product launch. Always love to get the inner workings and ideas of why this particular product decides to see the light of day versus keeping it to himself. But as we long know, Dave has been introducing products to the market right along. Ones that he has tried on the competition circuit that folks have asked about that he is constantly refining and creating and we got one ready to talk about this evening so there's your show meathead first hour john marcus and dave bosca in the second hour tell all your friends and neighbors the show is on do it socially and tell them to follow me while you're at it at bbq central show on instagram twitter and snapchat and tiktok slash bbq central show on facebook where you're getting the video feed as well once again, as I reference the video feed, for quite a substantial amount of time, we were simulcasting to both the Facebook video platform and the YouTube platform. If you missed last week, this is the only time I'm going to repeat it, especially if you're only a live listener and you missed it. You're not on YouTube. Uh, I know. We're not going to YouTube anymore. The ROI is not there for the bandwidth that I'm using to get there. So we are recording at the same time as we're going live to Facebook. So I will get that video and it will be up on YouTube tomorrow. I did a well-researched test this past week, garnered the same amount of views after the fact that I did live, had solid connections all the way through the show last week. That's all I care about. The solid connections and how good are we sounding and are we having dropouts? Because the more people we're adding in, the more bandwidth we're using. And as we have learned here in Wycliffe, it's as fast as I'm going to get. And there are zero plans for adding 
quicker internet speeds here for whatever reason. We are not here to be progressive. We're here to stay put in Wycliffe and all forms and fashions, especially the internet speeds. I'm as high as it's going to get right now. So I have to conserve where I need to. Also, I do want to mention this. As an early birthday present, longest running embedded correspondent from Texas, Doug Scheide, sends me this. Anybody ever seen this? This is called uh, Grill Floss. So as you can see right here, there's a little uh, half circle right here that's going to fit over the grill grate, individual bars, and you're going to be able to scrape off, and then you can obviously work all the way around and really get a good cleaning. It did come, uh, so you can see right here, there's a screw. This is a, ends up being a commercial for grill floss, but they're not affiliated with the show. I'm just giving my thanks and praise to Doug Scheiding. Uh, this little... Uh, what what is this? Uh, Phillips uh, is comes. It will uh, remove this particular one, and there's a whole different size. And by the way, there's a, a an additional size that's hidden in the sleeve where it's tucked in. So there's up to four different size bars that it can accommodate. And barbecue bristly journalist Derek Richard would highly approve of this because there are no bristles. Pardon the pun to snap off on this. So while there might be a little bit more time investment here to go through each bar, we can guarantee our safety and our guest safety and our family's safety because there are no items that will break off. And if this thing breaks off and lands on the grill, I'm going to see that. If it's laying in my steak, I will see it. So this is also one of the items that could be used to replace. And as you can see, it just glide right over the bars, taking away all your grease and grime and nastiness. And Doug has assured me that they will absolutely clean, pristine your grill grates. So especially if you're going to do pictures and do some of the social media that you people like to do, it's great. Now, let me ask you this before we get to the first break. After the Dane Neal interview last week, did anyone get down for the $9.99 pay-per-view that kicked off at 6 p.m. Eastern tonight? I watched the free roundtable last night. Some minor tech issues, but pretty good all the way around. My overriding interest, though, is who is spending the money to watch barbecue? I'll be asking John Marcus this next hour as well. Is it a good idea? And are people paying to watch it? I can tell you one centralite is, who happens to be the Colorado embedded correspondent, Dennis Busso, is giving me a full write-up as we speak. I can tell you this. If there's anything I brought to market, anything, pay-per-view, barbecue central show, or bad rubs, or you name it, two people I can guarantee would buy no matter what. Dennis Busso and John Solberg, and not necessarily in that order. They are champions of live fire in all regard. Meathead coming up out of the break. Let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers, the one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. 13 perfectly balanced flavors of rubs and seasonings. Sweet money, cattle prod, cash cow, all proven winners on the competition circuit in backyards like mine. They also own Granny's Barbecue Sauce, so if you're tired of what's existing on the market today, and you want something you can just pour right out of the bottle and it's great, Granny's meets that. 
Now, if you want a great base sauce where you can further tweak, you can do that with Granny's as well. Aside from the premium selection of rubs and sauces, Big Papa's offering the very best pellet charcoal and wood cookers available today. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, why not check out that Mac 2-Star General Pellet Cooker? Big Papa's the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. Nobody else can do that. Not a fan of pellet smokers? Fine. I have three. Take a look at the Old Hickory Ace BP, the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trail. Not sure of what kind of grill you need? Okay. Give them a call and ask questions. That's the best way. 877-828-0727. That's 877-828-0727. Or shop their website at BigPapaSmokers.com. Again, spelled out B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. A widely respected online retailer. What do we say about the internet? Beware! But I can tell you with 100% assurance, they get no more ethical, no more trustworthy, and fewer places I would rather do business with on the internet regardless of industry than BigPapaSmokers.com. So check them out. B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com and Meathead leads out of the break. Stick around. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Show Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Hey, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Butcher Barbecue. Makers of award-winning injections, marinades, and rubs, and seasonings, and barbecue sauces, and grilling oils. And tonight, in the second hour, we will be unveiling a new product. Believe it or not, all the Butcher Barbecue products tested on the competition circuit as well as in backyards worldwide. Be the pitmaster of your neighborhood and visit ButcherBBQ.com to stock up right now. All right, second Tuesday of the month brings a visit. From the creator of the most heavily trafficked barbecue and grilling website on the face of the earth. It is, of course, Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. Hey, Meathead. Hold on, Meathead. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm sorry. I I got lost in my technology. Uh, Let me me reintroduce you. I'm sorry. Joining me now... The creator of the most heavily trafficked barbecue and grilling website and less trafficked hairline, Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. Wow, we what a look you have going on, Meathead. You know, it was time for a haircut, and I just got out the beard trimmer and went crazy. You did that yourself? I did it myself. Wow, look at you. I just go... <laughs> so what does your wife it's, think? I mean, that's the most the important part. Cut. Yeah. She seems to like it, you know? Oh, she seems to like it. What does that mean? Well, she says she likes it, but who, who knows if she needs it. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think? Do you like it? I'm, I like not having to fuss with hair. Yeah, I heard um, that. Uh, it, it's a little weird. I feel breezes behind my ears, but uh, I don't look like uh, what everybody thinks I look like anymore. Well, here's the good news. And as somebody who for many years 
had toyed with the idea of doing exactly what you did. Ultimately, I've done it any number of times, but there were at least three years where I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then I was like, what if I do it? And I have craters and valleys <laughs> in my, cause you've seen some dudes that have great hair and then they shave it off and oh my God, it's a train wreck underneath it. Nothing you can do about it. I mean, it is what it is. But it is a, a little bit of testicular fortitude to actually get the blades on the hair and then take it down to see what's there. Now, luckily, my head was very round and there were no Mars landing strips or anything like that. And as I quickly review, you have quite a nice, round, un, not unattractive head. So very good. It's very nice. I like it. Well, Greg, I, I don't know how to take a compliment about the shape of my head from a fellow male. Well, take it but- <laughs> take it as a strong, virile man, Meathead. This is we're talking like men here for crying out loud. But you know, it's not the first. I I I, wore, I, I had a flat top all through high school. Hmm. I was on the swim team and played football, so this was the jock look. So I'm back to my jock look. All right. Well, uh, Meathead's <laughs> going to be trying out for the Chicago Bears this season as well. He's got his hair ready. We got to go. her locker. That's right. <laughs> That's her locker look. Yes, there you go. So uh, we got a bunch of different stuff here to talk about this evening, Meathead, and uh, not the least of which is a a great revelation, uh, much perhaps to your chagrin, but last or two weeks ago, I guess it was, uh, Emily Park was back on my show as we were unveiling exclusively the 2020 Barbecue Hall of Fame, and uh, it ends up being a Cozy Corners, Desiree Robinson, Aaron Franklin from Franklin Barbecue, and Joe Don Davidson or Oklahoma Joe or Joe Davidson or however you know him. And uh, look, as we looked through the list, and I think we had had uh, off-air discussions uh, because the last time you were on, I think the next day, we were going to be unveiling the list of semifinalists. So uh, we didn't get a chance to chat about it. But when you look up and down that list of semifinalists, that is a very strong list of names i yes, can't i i could argue one and i probably wouldn't even bother making that argument but uh mm-hmm. at least eight out of the nine were very very strong yeah I, I i felt the same way as i studied the list and i think i told you this and i told others i thought i was number four on that list and they since they only induct three that left me out and that's what happened i don't know whether i was number four or number five but, you know, the three who were selected, clearly very strong, very deserving. And there were others who didn't get selected, like John Marcus, whom you've got coming up in the second hour. Yep. Darren Worth, who is absolutely the best competition cook I've ever tasted. Undoubtedly. Uh, was also on that list. Um, uh, you know, Rodney um, Scott, um, uh, a man renowned for a whole hog doing it old school. Um, also very deserving. Uh, you know, it was a powerful, a strong list. Yep. Next year, if those same names come back, and a lot of people who came in this year had been nominated last year, like Desiree and Aaron, they had both been nominated last year, yes, correct. as was I. Yep. Um, if those names come back this year, maybe I'll have a better chance. You know, I would be honored it would i won't be i won't be falsely modest and say i really would love to be inducted 
But, um, you know, as they say in Hollywood, it's an honor to be nominated. Right. Two years in a row, you jokingly called me the Susan Lucci of barbecue. Uh, for those who don't know, Susan Lucci, uh, a daytime TV star who got nominated for... Uh, it was like Andy 11 Peter. times, right? Or 12 times before she finally so, got through. You know, it, it could be a good running joke if I get nominated and don't make it again next year. It's an honor to be nominated. I know who I am. Um, our readers know who I am, and uh, I don't need uh, outside uh, verification that uh, what we do is good for the good for barbecue and good for our readers. I wonder, though, Meathead, if I might have caused you any undue angst or fluttered any uh, extra hope in the fact that I had taken a very <laughs> unscientific poll with my embedded correspondence the night before where we really dug through the minutia of who we thought was going to get in. Now, of course, as we review the tape, we were one-third correct and two-thirds incorrect, which means we're more <laughs> dumb than smart. But we figured that with the amount of people that you have touched and the amount of people that come out of the woodwork or uh, when I meet people on the street, they know amazing – if they don't know you specifically – Mm -hmm. uh, they know AmazingRibs.com. They yeah. have seen the returns on Google. They have been on the website. Maybe they're members of that Pitmaster Club. Uh, it is a it is a landscape that has touched literally millions upon millions over the years that you have done it. So I Thank thought you. I was very – I thought my bets were pretty good playing with the yep. house money that Meathead – that it could have been a year where the second – year nominees who were repeats all got in you and Aaron and Desiree but yeah. uh, unfortunately it was uh, two-thirds of that shows what the hell you know I not uh, much but we knew that for a long time Mita. let's be honest but you know you 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 even I think suggested that I get a watch uh, show together and I declined I I had a feeling I was not going to make it this year I like my odds for next year but I you know I, I'm just going to keep doing what I do yeah. uh, when I got really good grades in high school and college. I thought I was going to go out. I was going to change the world. I was going to be a, um, you know, maybe I'd be president or something oh. like that. Uh, but, you know, when I got out of high school and I got into college, I found out I was just an average Joe. And I was not going to change the world. And uh, when I got into the workforce and I started working and I did a bunch of things, you know, I realized that I was just going to be another guy. And then back around the year 2003, 4, 5, I forget when it was, I started this barbecue website and it took off and something has happened. I have discovered that we really are changing the world. Sure. People write me every day and say, I got laid last night because of you. I get emails saying come home from work the kids say mom can dad cook tonight mm -hmm. we have helped so many people learn to cook i was just exchanging email or comments with a few of the people watching somebody said that they were going to do the pastrami recipe for yes, our website right. somebody else chimed in and said it's great maybe the best recipe on the website that recipe is just killer um there's just so many good recipes so much good technique so much we've taught four million people a month wow. come to that website and they been and and that number has been fairly steady for two or three years now, ups and downs. It's just millions of people, millions of people. But when you look at the Hall of Fame, 
the current Hall of Fame as it stands, there's 22 living members. Most of them are restaurateurs, competition cooks, uh, a few who are authors. The only one who is primarily an author, which is what really I am, a, a writer, a photographer, a recipe developer, is um, Stephen Raikland. Yep. Um, so it is not something that leans in my direction. And uh, that's okay. I know what I do is good, and I'm happy to continue doing it. Uh, Meathead from AmazingRibs.com joining us here on the show as we're doing a little bit of recap on the Barbecue Hall of Fame. So we'll see what happens next year. It was uh, fun for my side getting to unveil the semifinalists this year, which we didn't get to do yeah. last year. So we added an exclusive that. there. That was very Two nice. Two years in a row, you yep. get the honor yes. of announcing the nominees and then the honor of announcing uh, the winners. I mean... All right, let's talk about next year's Hall of Fame. Who should be the nominees? Well, let's start with the ones this year who didn't make it, and then let's extend it wow, to wait. Greg Rempe, Rodney Scott, who didn't make it, John Marcus, who didn't make it. How about Daniel Vaughn, who's on the selection committee? But Daniel um, certainly should be considered the only full-time barbecue writer in the world for uh, a major magazine or newspaper, Texas Monthly, has books, phenomenal knowledge and expertise, influenced so many people, absolutely should be there. What about Amy Mills? Her dad, Mike, is there for his restaurant, but Amy is running a barbecue school now, teaching restaurateurs. Sterling Ball, one of your uh, sponsors yep. from Big Papa Barbecue, uh, uh, Big Papa Smokers. Um, uh, smokers. Um, by the way, you were plugging his Mac two star. I've got a Mac two star and I love it. Um, and I bought it from Sterling. Um, so, uh, I mean, you know, there's all kinds of really talented people out there that should be in right. and I, you know, I would include you among them. Let me ask you something though. We get to a point now. So the inherent problem with the barbecue hall of, and I don't want to get into the weeds here cause we have got other things to talk about, but the inherent yeah, we problem. Got, this doesn't really interest anybody out there, but you and me. Right, we're 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 uh, satisfying ourselves here. Uh, so let's just uh, keep <laughs> keep doing that just for a minute. <laughs> keep doing that here just for a minute. You know, the problem is that there wasn't in the beginning a huge induction of folks from the past that deserve to be in. So you create a big initial base of entrance. So. They're trying to piece it forward each year by uh, mm -hmm. adding categories. Now we're going to take the categories out. Now we're going to add this. Now we're going to add that. We're going to put this many people in. And it, it always yeah, feels like choice. there's, uh, yeah, but it always feels like there's always going to be a tremendous amount of catch up to do before you really get into like a uh, NFL Hall of Fame or a Major League Baseball Hall of Fame until that gap is somehow corrected and i don't know if it will ever be i think there will always be some kind of a vacillating situation or consternation about the barbecue hall Disagree. of fame until that really Disagree. yeah i think they're doing it right i think I mean, i'm not I mean, saying they're not doing it right i'm just saying that the way that it is existing there is a gap of however many hundred years of folks that are deserving to go uh, in. No, I mean, if sure. you're going to define the Hall of Fame as people who've really been important, there's probably no more than other 10 or 15 people out there. Um, uh, the, I From just a hole of barbecue meathead? you got to be kidding me. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, all right. We just lost um, Hecky here in Chicago. Uh, been around for, what, 30, 40 years up in Evanston. 
um, uh, one of the oldest barbecue joints in Illinois, uh, beloved, uh, uh, had a tremendous impact, influence, charity, um, pillar of the community. Um, But he had one restaurant and the barbecue was okay. Wasn't great. Um, Does he make the Hall of Fame? Um, they have this now. One of the things they did this year that I think was significantly important an improvement was they added the legacy category. Yep, right. So they inducted three living members and two deceased. And um, uh, so they they inducted um, James uh, Lemon, a, a couple of important people who are gone. I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, I suppose we could sit down and make a list, but it's not going to go on forever. I don't know that it is. I think uh, I, I would like to see them induct more than three because I think there are a lot of deserving people out there. But uh, I, I think they're on a good flight path. All right. Meathead joining us here on the show. So we have Father's Day coming up, and certainly yeah. there's nobody better to talk to about cool gadgets. In fact, well, it's not I'll a. Match uh, my it, it wasn't. Jargon all right. Against your. This is my grill floss. Uh, grill floss, so you can see it right there, and then yeah, we'll and, uh, and tight got, shot to you. I got a competitor yeah. for it. I have one of those too, by I, the way. I I have a, I have a grill floss, and I like it a lot. Uh, it's very easy to reach. The the key here is if you're cleaning your grill and your grates, you want to clean both the top and bottom. Yep. Uh, obviously, the top, which is in contact with the food, you don't want a lot of grease there, and you don't want a lot of carbon there because the carbon will make the food stick. But grease gets on the underside, and a lot of people, they fire up their grill, whether it's a gas grill or a smoker, and there's big clouds of smoke, and a lot of it is really just the grease burning yes, off. Right. Grease smoke is not as good tasting as wood smoke, believe me. Um, you don't want that grease underneath. And so the grill floss and the Chargon, this is a competitor for the grill floss. I like the Chargon a little better. I have both. I use them both. Mm. Um, but it basically, you can see, it's got this little C-shape, and that allows it to scrape both top and bottom. The downside of it is, is it's one wire, right? two wire, three wire. So you're standing there scraping and scraping. You know, the wire bristle brush still is... So convenient and easy, and I get where people are going when they say ban the bristle brush um, because it's a potential hazard. If you watch what you're doing, and if you care, if you buy a good one, and if you watch what you're doing and you're careful, it's not such a hazard. But that means an awful lot of people who don't watch what they're doing, don't know what they're doing, don't know about the hazard, can get sick. Do you think that there is a, a time when that particular accessory will be banned or enough people and or manufacturers or big grill companies would say, you know what, you people should stop making that and uh, we're going to poo-poo on you until that happens? Or do you think that most people uh, think it's a good idea, but in the end they'll go buy a $4 grill brush and take the risk because it's cheap I and we're lazy? They'll be banned the day after they ban cigarettes. Oh, great. So they're never going to get banned. Uh-oh. Wow. Cigarettes are delicious. I mean, doesn't everybody love cigarettes? There, there's there's an awful lot of <laughs> consumer products out there that are dangerous and risky. Yeah. And the Consumer Product Safety Commission and uh, the, the, the Federal Trade Commission, all these guys on the lookout for them. I don't know. Maybe they will ban them. Um, not a lot of people are um, hurt by them. Probably a lot more people are hurt by undercooked chicken 
Um, I don't foresee chicken being banned. Um, I don't know. It may be just one of those things we're going to have to educate. Hmm. But I do, you know, I do like these products, and I think that we should do our best to promote them and tell people about the. I think you know, there's an education job to be done. We have to warn people about bristle brushes, and 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 especially the cheap ones. And there, but there are other ones that like the single wire that spun, 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 and you know that's not going to break. Maybe it doesn't last as long, but an easy way to make sure that you don't end up with one in your tongue or one yeah. in your small intestine or sticking out of your colon or wherever the else it might yeah, end up. Yeah, yeah. Right. I got one of the. You know, I got a couple. They all sent them to me. Sure, and, and I, I've of got course. one of each. And frankly, the the ones I like the best are the good old fashioned bristle brushes. Um, uh, but they're really well built. They're anchored. The ones that are into molded plastic, they have a scraper on top and, you know, I can just go and the top of my grill grates are all clean, yeah. flip them over. The underside's all clean and I'm up and running. Um, the other thing I do, and this is, this is a good move. A lot of people don't is I have a roll of paper towels, um, nearby and I'll take a roll of paper towels, fold them up, and lay them on top of the grill grate and put that brush on top and push the paper towels across. Because huh. no matter how much you scrape with that bristle brush, there's still grease left behind. Yeah. Grease doesn't taste good. Get rid of it. Use I, I always run a paper towel across the surface. All right. What other cool gifts do you have for Father's Day coming up that you want to tell us about? Well, you know, you, you know, you said to me you wanted to talk about gifts for Father's Day, and you you immediately cut me off at the knees. You said no thermometers. Well, um, I mean, but we know about that. That's Christmas. We talk about thermometers, and Labor Day we yeah, talk but about it, thermometers. But so I, I'm just I I have to raise it again because there's just a lot of macho guys out there who say I don't need no stinking thermometers. And or they like to slice open their steaks and look at the color, Ooh. which you can't tell from. You 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 just need, and and well, I mean, if you we're talking about gifts, so give it to your right. uncle or your buddy who doesn't know about thermometers, because no single thing will make you a better cook faster than a good thermometer, right. and that would be a meat thermometer or an oven thermometer or one that does both. And um, so th th that would always be my first choice. There's a lot of other fun things. Like I have those really heavy-duty welder's gloves, the le leather chamois. Yes. And t just tonight I had to use them. I, um, I was doing some Cornish game hen halves, and uh, they, were, they were – the skin was beautiful and golden, and the, uh, the interior temp was still 15, 20 degrees low. Hmm. And I just wasn't going to bring them in because undercooked chicken is hazardous. But I didn't want them down near the fire where the skin and the underside would continue to blacken. So I pulled them up and put them on the overhead rack. But, damn it, the overhead rack was really up high, and it was hitting the, um, uh, the rotisserie burner. Yep. So I got those, and it was hot in that grill. I got those leather welder chamois gloves and reached in there and grabbed, and this was a thick, heavy-duty stainless steel grate, and picked it up and dropped it into a lower position. Never felt the heat at all. Wow. Man, those things, you can pick up briquettes. You can pick up logs. Um, uh, they are just fantastic. I have two pair, one of which is filthy, and I use it for <laughs> filthy things, and the other would other pair of which are fairly clean and you know every now and then when they get really disgusting i just walk inside go to the kitchen sink 
pump some um, dishwasher liquid on it or dish liquid on it and just wash them like I would wash my huh. hands. Um, uh, those things are fantastic, okay. and uh, they're not terribly expensive, and they're, they make great gifts. They sure do. Uh, we're talking with Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. All right, uh, hang on one second here, Meathead, while we talk about Southside Market and barbecue, and then we'll come back and finish up with some of the Father's Day gifts and all the other cool stuff that we're going to be talking about here. Uh, as I had mentioned, Southside Market, right? The oldest barbecue joint in Texas since 1882. They've been owned and operated by the same family for three generations, offering premium Central Texas barbecue products, slow-smoked over real wood, shipping, distributing, and manufacturing sausages for companies across the U.S., from food truck services to multi-chain restaurants. Southside Sausage can be on your menu as well. All meats are processed in the on-site USDA-inspected facility. They're a trusted partner with a focus on quality and authenticity. Wholesale options are available. They ship nationwide via FedEx and use food service distribution channels like Cisco, U.S. Foods, and Martin Foods. Co-packaging capable. From research and development to package completion, they can follow your recipe or help you develop something brand spanking new. They also have private label opportunities available as well. So if you really like their jalapeno cheddar sausage or their sausage slammers or their beef sausage and you have a food truck or you're looking to add something to your products chain, you can get in touch with Southside and say, hey, can I sell your sausage but with my logo on? Well, that's what private labeling is. It's your logo. You're passing it off as yours, but it's something that's tried and true because it's a Southside Market product. Everybody's winning. You visit southsidemarket.com for more information or to order. And if you're going to order and you want to save 10% off each and every order when you go there, BBQ Central is the code to use. That's all one word, lowercase. BBQ Central. And that gets you 10% off your entire online order. This time, next time, all the time. Tell all your friends, too, because it works for them. No special other codes or anything. Just BBQ Central for 10% off. Meathead from AmazingRibs.com continues. Stick around. We'll be right back. Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. All right, uh, Cooking Pellets is bringing you this segment. So if you're looking for great quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers, you go over to cookingpellets.com and purchase there. Great flavors. And the straight information on wood pellets. If you ever have any questions, just email Chris Becker. He'll answer everything for you honestly and truthfully. Amazon.com sells them as well. All right, Meathead, thanks for hanging with me through the break. Did you have something to say? Look like you. I can throw out there if you want to play the um, Father's Day gift guide. Damn right. Let's go. All right. Here, this is a fun one. Um, there's, There's a pair of tongs out there that I stumbled into on Amazon. Uh, there, uh, the handles may be a, uh, 12 inches long, but the end of them are, oh, I don't know how to describe them. They look like a platypus bill. Um, they have a, a, a flipper <clears throat> that it, basically they're big enough to completely engulf a hamburger or a fillet of fish. Wow. <clears throat> so, and fish in particular, you know how that falls apart. Yeah, um, and most spatulas. So it's basically tongs with two spatulas on either side that you can clamp down on a fish 
or a burger and flip. They're stainless steel. Um, I, I don't remember the manufacturer. Just go to AmazingRibs.com and look up burger flippers. They're very inexpensive, mm. and they really work great for burgers and, uh, and, and fish. I'm really fond of those guys. Um, something else I think is pretty uh, cool idea is there is an outfit. I think they're out of Florida that makes a hinge kit for Weber Kettles and Weber Smoky Mountains. Unknown Barbecue so, is the name of the company that makes it. Say again? Unknown Barbecue. Unknown Barbecue. Yep. Um, well, they're not unknown. They're, they make These hinges <laughs> are really well designed yes. and well built. Um, and, uh, you, you know, you, you've got to put a couple of holes in the lid and the, the unit, but uh, you won't regret it because it's just a pain with both devices that you can't hinge the lids um, and the cool thing is they have a cotter pin, um, so you can pull the pin, and you can remove the hood yep. if you want to. Um, and they're they're not they're not cheap. They're like seventy bucks or something, but they're really built to last. And re it really makes both um, the um, the Weber kettle and the uh, Weber Smoky Mountain a, a lot a lot. E the, the problem is is the cover from my Weber Smoky Mountain. Yeah. I can't fit it over there anymore because the hinge sticks out so far. I had to buy a new cover. They also but, uh, uh, make it so for the folks that have pit barrel cookers, they make one that would fit oh, yeah? a pit barrel cooker. Anything that pretty much has a lid anymore, they make them for Weber kettles and the Weber Smoky Mountains and the pit barrel cookers. Uh, and know. look, I'm, I'm as unhandy as it comes. I think it's been well proven during the life <laughs> of this show. I put the holes in my pit barrel cooker. I followed the directions that were very easy, and that thing made all the difference. I, I mean, certainly it's not necessarily uh, that big of a pain to take the top of the pit barrel off and hang it on the horseshoe handle that's on the pit barrel, but just to lift it up, boom, and it locks in place. You don't have to worry about it. Yep. Then lift it yep. back up, put it right in place. It is a, it's a great 70 bucks, and uh, again, for a, a, a gift, it's pretty cheap, and the efficiency and effectiveness that it delivers is second to none. Um, here, here's another one. When, uh, as long as we're talking about Weber Kettle, um, I mean, it's not unknown. I'm major. I would wager most of your audience has heard of the Slowens here, but it's a insert for the um, Weber Kettle, um, and um, what it does is corrals all your charcoal into a small area and then there's a water dam between your charcoal and the rest of the um the the, the uh the cooker space and um, it really helps you set up a two zone now you can do this with a couple of bricks but it's not as good um and that water dam is one of the secrets water of course is a really good way to buffer heat but moisture in the atmosphere condenses on cold meat and um and even if your meat is warming it's not as hot as the air inside if you're cooking at 225 and up your meat is not 225 i guarantee um so the water will condense on the meat that cools the meat slows the cooking um adds a little bit of moisture but just as important is that smoke particles stick to wet surfaces so you've got a, a device that pushes all the charcoal off to one side, makes your Weber kettle into a really good two-zone smoker, and it also raises the charcoal up 
So if you want to sear something, you can lay the charcoal right over that. I mean, lay the meat right over that charcoal, which is just below the meat, and get an unbelievable sear on a steak or a burger or a chop. So that's why they call it slow and sear. Um, it, and they make a bunch of other accessories. They make a rack that sits on top of the grate that's a nice thing. Uh, they make a, a drip pan. The, the slow and sear people have got it going. All right. Anything else for Father's Day, or is that a good enough list to get people going? Well, one more item I'll throw out right, there, just ahead. on the high end. Oh. If if you want to spend three hundred, three hundred fifty bucks, um, something that's really hot right now in um, the big box hardware stores and in Walmart is flat top griddles. Yeah, um, flat top griddles are flying out the door. I've heard some confidential numbers from Blackstone, who's the leader in the game. Yep. And there's bazillions of them um, flying out the door at 300 bucks. Um, these things work. They um, they let you cook like you would see a short order cook in Joe's uh, Joe's Grill. Um, you can do your scrambled eggs, your um, pancakes, your French fries, your caramelized onions, um, home fries, everything. Uh, shrimp, uh, scallops, uh, whatever. You want to sear a steak, and they get darn hot. And huh. you have the, the better ones have um, pretty good propane control, and it's just a flat um, metal surface. It's not cast iron, um, uh, but uh, um, it, it really works, and um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, there, uh, there are some smaller ones that are great for camping. But um, if you are into the outdoor cooking and you got a gas grill, you got a charcoal grill, you got a smoker, now you need a grill. All right. So that's uh, in the $350 range, you said? I think it's yeah. 329 something. something like that. Something around there. All right. Uh, so check that out as well. Uh, I'm sure most of the stuff is listed over at Meathead's website as well. Meathead is at amazingribs.com. Uh, that's the website. But Yeah, go ahead. Let me just point out, you say listed over at our website. I just want to point out to anybody who's listening is not familiar. We test, we review, we rate, we link to where to buy it, but we don't sell anything. Right. You're not a retailer. No, we don't right. sell anything except membership in our Pitmaster Club. Otherwise, uh, I don't even sell my own book. you got to go to Amazon to get it. There you go. Uh, Which, right there. I see it right over your right shoulder. That's a bestseller, <laughs> from what I understand. One of the best books ever written. Top ten books ever written, right? Or something Thank like you. that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you about this evening, I'm going to be having John Marcus on here in uh, just a few short minutes. So I think we uh, both widely agree that he is somebody that has exposed uh, many millions of people into, uh, or at least inspiring them into getting into some form or fashion of the live fire grilling industry. And uh, tonight, I don't know if you were aware, but there was a first attempt at a pay-per-view barbecue contest. Did you know anything about this? I know, well, I just found out about it flipping through Twitter today. I saw Ray Lampy's site, and I saw yeah. our Twitter feed and a couple of others talking about this fight club. And then when I logged in, your listeners were talking about it in the comments, and I'm still not clear as to what it's all about. Um, I'm interested in hearing more. It sounds like it's a competition pay-per-view, very interesting concept. I don't know how many people are willing to pay to watch competition barbecue, 
But if they show us a little more than what your typical TV show is showing us, it might be worthwhile. And hey, listen, you mentioned John. Um, I'm a huge fan of John Marcus. I met him when the first Pitmasters uh, came on TV. I was doing a weekly review for the Huffington Post. I reviewed every week. Um, they were great fun. Um, and John is one of the most remarkable people in the barbecue community. He is truly a man for all seasons. Erudite, um, well-read. Did you know he's a playwright? Did I know? Um, of course I know. He wrote the fabulous Lipitones you know. for crying out loud. Yeah, the li I actually purchased a script to the Lipitones, which you can read in 45 minutes. Um, it's a fun, fun play. Um, uh, he's written a couple of other plays. I, I, you know, uh, people who know of him know that he was he won an Emmy for uh, uh, his job as a writer on the Bill Cosby show, um, and uh, you, uh, just you know, do you know he was co-creator of not monodimensional? He was co-creator of a different world. Do you remember that? That was a spinoff of the Cosby mm -hmm. show that was wildly successful with the Lisa Bonet, mm -hmm. uh, I think Marissa Tomei, uh, and a younger Teresa, uh, Marissa Tomei was in that as well. I mean, that's a big deal. Just those two things oh, alone yeah. no, are huge. He's he's very very knowledgeable, very experienced, um, and um, his expertise goes way beyond barbecue into all matters food literature. Um, uh, truly, um, unlike anybody else I know in the barbecue world. Yeah. Um, so to get back to the Fight Club, so it was a nine dollar and ninety nine cents get down for this evening. Now yesterday. To entice you at 6 p.m. Eastern, they had a, let's call it round table outside in some secret, undisclosed location. I know exactly where it is, by the way. But uh, they had, <laughs> uh, they had uh, the guy from uh, Smoking Hogs, Massachusetts, uh, Bill Gillespie, uh, the pitmaster from 913 Barbecue, Darren Worth is uh, competing, of course, Tim Shear is over there. Uh, uh, Luke Darnell from Old Virginia Smoke, uh, Kelly Wirtz from Four Legs Up Barbecue. I believe that was uh, rounding out the competition. So they had these six folks going up against each other. And uh, what I'm trying to ascertain is how much was shown. I mean, uh, look, I'm no idiot here. I know how a barbecue competition runs. And if you're starting out from the beginning, which I doubt they were, I mean, what are we looking at at a minimum time commitment of five hours or six hours? So there's no way they showed a barbecue competition starting at 6 o'clock tonight, and uh, it's already over. So th there had to have been some or, or a bunch of pre-recorded stuff, or maybe they were cooking during the day today, and they were making packages and then filtering in some live stuff at 6 o'clock. I'm not sure exactly how it worked. Because I can't, as much as I like it, because your guy, uh, Dane Neal over there in Chicago, was one of the big operating uh, partners in this. So he, I think he put the deal together with Fight TV in order to get this off the ground, because he's into motorsports too, and that's part of the show that he has over there on WGN. And when he was on last week talking about it, I, I, I thought I dug the concept. But what I keep going back to, and back me up on this, Mita, barbecue people are inherently cheap bastards. And for them to squeeze $10 out for something that they don't perceive what would be $200 worth of value, I mean, that's a hard sell. And then it's competition barbecue on top of it. Five years ago, six years ago, I could see it being a little bit more 
general public fascinating, but in 2020, and I get that still a lot of people are trapped and there's yearnings for every kind of entertainment to keep us, uh, keep the idle hands going. But I don't know if I saw, you know, more than a few people paying some money. I mean, I want to know what the business ends up being here. Well, let me, let me reflect upon what little I know. Yes. Um, uh, there is a, there's probably 5,000 people in this country who are really into barbecue competition. Yeah. So my instincts are, is that would be their corner, their core market. Cause I mean, now I don't compete and I don't judge anymore. Cause I just don't like sitting in a tent for a whole day. Um, but, um, I do go to a competition every now and then. And when I do, I know some of the cooks and I like to visit with them and they trust me. They know I'm not going to share all their secrets and blow their cover. Right. And, and I get to taste some of the food. Now you mentioned Darren Worth and I, he was nominated this year for the hall. Darren is the single best competition cook I've encountered. I've tasted all of his meats for KCBS competition more than one year and they're just unbelievable. There's nothing there that comes anywhere close. Nothing I cook comes anywhere close to what he cooks. Yeah. Um, now, if I knew I could watch this show and get his secrets, I'd pay nine ninety five. Hmm. Um, but I don't know if he'd be willing to do that because as much as he and I, we get along. He and I and his wife Sherry, um, I you know I bring them wine. I brought her flowers last time I saw her. Um, we sit around, we share drinks, and there are some things that he just hasn't shown me yet, and I haven't asked to be allowed to see them. Um, I, you know, I don't know if that's going to be it. Now, if I knew that the deep, dark secrets yeah. are going to be revealed, I'm in for nine ninety five. Whether they're doing that or not, I don't know. I'll say this. It's interesting. I didn't hear about it at all until yesterday. I know Dane Neal. I've been a guest on his show here in Chicago, WGN. I know most of the cooks you've mentioned. If I'm trying to promote a pay-per-view show for ten bucks, yeah, the first thing I would do would ask Meathead to promote it. Mm. <laughs> I mean, for Christ's sake, we just the Barbecue Stars series, which sold for two hundred ninety-seven dollars. We promoted it and sold six or eight hundred tickets yeah. at 300 bucks. Wow. So if they had come to me and said, would you, you know, here's what's all involved. I don't have to be invited. I don't have to cook. I don't have to observe, but at least, you know, say something about it on your site and social media. I probably could have sold a bunch of tickets for them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll be interested to see also uh, what the thought was on the actual technical side of things. And, and maybe people are a lot more forgiving, but uh, it, it is internet-based. Uh, I know where they were, and I'm not necessarily thinking that there's a tremendous amount of infrastructure out there, but maybe I'm wrong. And, uh, you know, audio, video, and, and how did it work to en to enhance or detract from a $10 buying experience? Uh, uh, I guess all will be revealed Production here over values. next week. Yeah, got to have. You know, I mean, you have taken this show, and fine-tune the production value. You yeah. talked earlier in the show about the quality of audio. I mean, you've got production values down pat with the exception of your blue-fringed hair. Um, <laughs> I work hard on that, by the way. 
I know. I know. You're going to have to start dying it. <laughs> but um, the production values are crucial. Um, we don't do a lot of video at AmazingRibs.com because I just won't do crapola handheld camera videos. Yeah. Um, if that's what this show is, and it's certainly not going to fly, they have got to do what I mean, if they didn't get John Marcus involved in in, in doing it, they missed an opportunity because he knows production values. So I don't know who's directing and producing and what's going on. It'd be interesting to find out. Um, uh, I, now that I know a little more about it, I might go out and spend 10 bucks and try to watch it. All right. So we'll see how it goes. In the meantime, you can find Meathead on the second Tuesday of the month right here in the first hour and every other minute after that at AmazingRibs.com. Meathead, always appreciate the time, and we will look for you again in July. And good night to you and Centralites, and uh, we'll see you in a month. All right. Uh, happy Father's Day, everyone. All right, there is Meathead right there from AmazingRibs.com, of course. Everybody's loving Meathead. And let's see. I think we could do this. We'll be back to wrap up the show this first hour after I tell you about Pits and Spits, the newest sponsor of the show since 1983. Handcrafting smokers and grills in Houston, Texas. Established itself as one of the premier brands and high-quality offsets and more recently pellet cookers. Set themselves apart by using heavy 7 and 10-gauge steel in every cooker, fully welded construction that you can feel when you use the unit and the 304 stainless roll top lid and front shelf on every single cooker. So why does it matter? Well, by using higher quality materials, pits and spits smokers reach and maintain temperatures, allowing you to worry more about the meat than the heat. They provide fully welded smokers, so you don't have to worry about grease and smoke leaking out of the barrel or about the grill rattling apart as you move it through the yard when you move it around because you know you're going to do that. And by using the 304 stainless steel, you're getting a heirloom-quality product that will be able to be passed down to your kids. Now, where some companies are focusing on low-cost providership, Pits and Spits focuses on craftsmanship and using quality materials. Are they cheaper ways of manufacturing products? Sure. But they don't tack weld. Cheap, cha- cheap stainless, electronics that you can't trust, they're not about that. Having in-house manufacturing gives them complete control of the design and standards. That's not something you find in products that are brought in from overseas. Steel suppliers supply materials to be used in some of the harshest environments around, so they perform in any condition anywhere. And the controllers are made right here in the United States, so they're able to use impeded transparency into the program. Pits and Spits Spits has a dealer network across the country, but there isn't one close to you. Feel free to give them a call at the shop, 844 650 6250, whether you're a backyard grill master looking to cook steaks for the family or a competition team smoking 50 racks of ribs, Pits and Spits has product for you. You can also check their grills out in the wild across social media at Pits and Spits or look on the website Pits and Spits. That's P I T T S A N D S P I T T S, Pits and Spits.com. We're back to wrap the first hour right after this. Stick around, we'll be right back. Continuing to produce incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. We are wrapping the first hour. 
I'll catch up with a little bit of business here after we scoot through the top of the hour open. Thanks again to Meathead from AmazingRibs.com. Make sure you're checking it out over there if you have never been. Most of us have, AmazingRibs.com. We'll step away here as we point to the second hour. John Mark is coming up. Dave Bosca after that. And we'll talk about a few other things as we get to the 10 o'clock hour. Stick around. We'll be right back.